sounds great. It's the Lil Show, London Improv Live, with me, Talal Karkuti, your host, and um, very happy to be back. And uh, not so happy that there's uh, no one else here. But I guess I can. Um, well, how can I? Just, uh, I think I've got an idea. So I'll go here, open up Google Chrome, reddit.com. Okay. Um, sign up for a new account. Free. Is it free? Yeah. Okay. Come up with a username. Um, username. T. Breezy. Create password. Um, too tired for this shit. 23. Confirm password. Too tired for this shit. 23. Must include at least one capital letter. Oh, for fuck's sake. Too tired for this shit. 23. Please confirm password. All right. To tired for this shit. 23. Congratulations. You have now created a Reddit path. Blah, 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 blah. What you can do with Reddit is you can post on blah, 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 blah. Some people like to do something called an AMA. AMA stands for Ask Me Anything. Normally a celebrity or a well-known person in politics will open up their Reddit to users to ask them anything. Any question goes, and they will answer it honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty famous. Okay, ask me anything. All right, I'll do one of these. All right, Reddit, let's see what you've got. Okay, hello. I'm sure I don't need to introduce myself, but... Um, my name is Talal Karkuti, and I'm the host of The Lil Show, the much-adored worldwide improv podcast. This is your time, your chance, your opportunity to ask me anything. I've lived a rich life. I've traveled the world with Syrian parents. I am well in touch with world politics. I have met many celebrities and acted in movies and TV that you all know. Um, you can ask me about any of this experience. You can ask me a personal question. Go ahead. Try me. Enter. All right, I guess I'll just wait now. And see what comes up. Um, so yeah, Dr. Listney, this will be interesting. So I'm hoping now that um, some of you lot, hopefully, you know, if you really, you know, followers of the show, you'll be keeping, uh, you know, I've put my Twitter into my Reddit account, so I think it will send out a tweet or something. So yeah, feel free to jump on there and uh, 
ask me anything, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's one now. All right. Asif asks, if you hit yourself and it hurts, are you really strong or really weak? <laughs> okay. Um, all right, I was expecting something about my career or my life. But yeah, okay. Uh, interesting one, Asif. All right. If you hit yourself and it hurts, are you really strong or really weak? Well, good question, Asif. Wow, you've got quite a creative mind. I'm guessing he's like a kid or something. Um, wow, with questions like these, I'm sure you could get ahead in this world. Perhaps you're destined to be a scientist or philosopher or something. But anyway, yeah, I guess if you hit yourself and it really hurts, um, you're probably really strong because you drink all your milk and eat your greens. And that will make you a big, strong boy. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you must be really, ooh, you must be like Popeye after he's eating his spinach with those big muscles. So, yeah, I don't recommend you hit yourself at home. Um, it's probably quite dangerous, especially if you're not a trained fighter slash stuntman. But thanks for the great question, Asif. Lots of love. Talal Karkuti. There we go. Cool. Um, Oh, another one's just popped up. Great. Uh, let's have a look here. Um, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. He asks, uh, if you had to replace any of your internal organs with a baked potato, which one would you pick? Oh. Okay, good question, um, I guess. Um, all right. Um, let me. Hey, Jamie. Oh, I was really expecting a question about my interesting career or fascinating life but hey any question goes that that's the point of this isn't it so i'm yeah oh if i had to replace i guess i would replace my stomach with a baked potato because then i'd never be hungry again <laughs> ha 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 that's a good one i'm i like that one oh great question jamie keep it up bro um please uh i hope uh the next question is going to be a bit more about me um you're all listeners of my show, right? The Lil Show. Um, I talk quite a lot about my family and stuff on there. But yeah, cool. See you, Jamie. Oh, man, I'm rambling. Talal K. XX. All right, send. Whew. All right. Um, looking forward to the next one. Let's see. Oh, there's another one. Um, if the moon... Jack, this is from Jack. Hey, Jack. If the moon was made of cheese... Oh, for fuck's sake. Which cheese would it be? Um, all right, keep it positive. Um, keep positive till all. all right, hey Jack. Whoa, oh that, oh that was quite a question there. Made my, made my mind spin. Um, I guess if the moon was cheese, it would be something really crumbly, like Wednesdaydale or goat's cottage cheese. Because um, don't you just think the moon looks crumbly? Take a good look. All those little holes in it, like someone who's had you know, acne growing up and picked their spots a bit much. Um, oh, that was mean. I hope that hasn't happened to you. Um, of course, all skin conditions are acceptable and lovely and everyone's beautiful in their own way. Haven't you seen those Dove adverts? Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet it would be made out of, like, cottage cheese. And loads of mice would live on the moon and they would never be hungry either. Mmm. And guess what else is great about the moon? 
There would be no plastic straws or plastic bags floating around because they don't have any oceans. So all the ocean animals would be safe. Plus, there's, you know, no evil corporations yet up there. So I bet those mice are pretty happy, Jack. Thanks for the great question. Love, Talal K, X, X. Great one. Okay, um, cool. Thanks for all those questions. Um, I'm going to take a quick break. Um, let's have a song. And uh, hopefully by the time the end of this song comes on, you know, some, uh, some really like fun, interesting questions, you know, about my life will be there. And I can really kind of open up to you guys and tell you a little bit about myself. Yeah, I'd really look forward to that. You know, I've always wanted to really get down to it and share my, my real self with you guys. I feel like I'm putting on a character all the time. But uh, yeah, nonetheless, um, let's have a little, little number, huh? This is Lou Reed with Vicious. I was Lou Reed with Vicious here on the Lil Show on k2kradio.com or edited down for your podcasting pleasure wherever you're listening to that. Um, yeah, so yeah, so what's going on? I'm doing an AMA on Reddit, my first time doing that. So let's see how um, my question's going on. All right, here we go. Oh, is it okay to drink this from Simon? Is it okay to drink milk through a plastic straw? Okay. Um, well, um, funny, I was just talking about straws. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's it. An interesting, so, Simon, uh, I'm guessing you might have kids who go to school and they're still getting their little cartons of milk. Tell me if I'm. But, like, uh, they're probably still getting their little cartons of milk. And they come with straws, don't they, traditionally? And, of course, in this day and age. So, like, if you'd asked me this question maybe a year and a half ago, I would have said, yeah, sure, man, drink it through plastic straw, metal straw, wooden straw, whatever you want, buddy. Bamboo straw. But nowadays, I guess, yeah, that's not the consensus anymore, is it? That'd be... Santa wouldn't be bringing those kids any presents for Christmas, would he? So, is it okay to drink milk through plastic straw? Interesting question, because what that makes me think. Now, because, you know, the milk at schools, that's all run by a, a larger industry, the education industry in this country. And industry is not the right word, but they should probably be making choices now about whether they should keep serving those cartons of milk with the plastic straws. They should come up with some solutions. Paper straws, jugs of milk. Schools should have jugs of milk on every shelf. Probably save money doing that, to be honest. Just get fresh. All schools should have their own cow. There you go. This is it. Every school should have its own cow. Government should supply every school with a cow. That cow has its own cow taker. Every school has a cow taker. They look after the cow. They brush it to sleep at night, they give it nice peaceful dreams, they keep it cool and stress-free, so it produces lovely, frothy, beautiful, milky milk milks. 
and then they give it to the people who work in the canteen, who then pasteurize that milk. Surprisingly easy process in small batches. Dish it out into jars, jugs. Put a jug in every classroom, in the shelves in the corridor. Just put one in every locker, every kid's locker. Jugs of milk, no more straws. Every kid brings a, a, a you know, a, a reusable Costa coffee cup that you spend five ninety nine on. They're not expensive. Get one of those cups. You wash it out when you get home. You fill that with milk. You keep your milk topped up throughout the day. Steady supply of milk. There you go. Problem solved. Hope that helps, Simon. All right. Let's see what else has come in during the break. Um, why are some things like forcing a jar, opening a lock, or pulling out the bath plug easier with your weaker hand? And that question comes from Amy. Interesting. Um, again, guys, um, these questions aren't really about, you know, asking about me um, or anything I've really had anything to do with in my life. Um, you know, I'm happy, like, it's called Ask Me Anything. I'm going to answer all your questions, no matter what. But, you know, I'd really appreciate it, you know, if you, if you thought about asking me questions. You know, you could ask these questions to anyone almost. I'm not really a specialist on this. But, Amy, I, I guess the answer is, okay, why are things like forcing a jar, opening a lock, or pulling out, why are they sometimes easier with your weaker hand? Well, um, you know, when you use scissors with your weaker hand, I've always been confused. Why do they not work? I have never got that. I don't understand the physics behind that. Why can't I use scissors with either hand? What, what bloody difference does that make? So I feel like there's a connection there with opening a jar, for example. Now, now this phenomenon you've, you've described here, Amy, I'm not really familiar with it, to be honest. I've not really noticed that before. Let me try it out. I've got a bottle here with a little forcey, with a little airtight cap on it. So this is my, my strong hand, my right hand. Open straight away. Lovely. All right, closing it. Oh, it's a lot more difficult. All right, let's try that with the weaker hand. Oh, I have to say that opened a little bit quicker. Try closing it. Holy shit, that closed a lot quicker too. Yeah, it's really hard with my right hand. And uh, relatively easy with my left hand. Huh. Maybe it's not my weaker hand. Maybe that's the answer, Amy. There's no such thing as a weaker hand. Maybe my left hand has been lying dormant this whole time. It's waiting for its opportunity. All its life, the right hand has taken the glory, has had all the fun, has had all the fun. <laughs> my right hand's had all the fun. <laughs> and my left hand... <laughs> My right hand's had all the fun while my left hand's been sitting there watching, training. Have you ever watched that movie with that Korean guy who gets locked up for 12 years and doesn't know why, and he spends the whole time training, just doing chin-ups and push-ups and learning kung fu off of old VHS videos and stuff, and then he's finally released and he kills about 3 million people with his bare hands. That's what my left hand is doing, or has been doing for the last 31 years. Inside, I feel a constant twitching. That's my hand doing chin-ups. There's a pulsation that 
tells me that it's constantly thinking, plotting. One day, you know, it's not necessarily after revenge. That's not what it wants. The left hand, what it wants is glory. It doesn't have to destroy anyone else. It doesn't have to take out the right hand. It, it will just surpass him. Or her. <laughs> and then, one day, you know, there's like a bus about to run over a baby. <laughs> and I come running in with one swat of my left hand. The bus does a backflip. And the baby's safe. Hope that was a good answer, Amy. Thanks so much for the question. I think we we actually learned a lot about me there. All the best. Merry Christmas. Love Talal K X X X zero X X zero zero X. All right. Oh, another one's just popped in. Nice. Why do humans? This is from JJ. Hi JJ. Why do humans have two ears and one mouth and never listen to each other properly and talk loads of shite? Why do humans have two ears and one mouth? And never listen to it. You should have put a but in there. So one mouth, but never listen. I'll, I'll just edit that for you. But amendment. There we go. All right, JJ, I'll give you another shot at this. JJ asks, why do humans have two ears and one mouth, but never listen to each other properly and talk loads of shite? Good question. Very true. Very prescient. I like that. Um, well... Good question. Maybe we're making up for something. We're making up for it. You know? It's like, I have one mouth and two ears. Again, we're back to this, like, body jealousy. You know, my left hand jealous of the right. So my mouth is sitting there. It's like, why is there two ears and there's only one of me? Like, what's going on here? So it's, it's doubling down, basically. Um, people never listen to each other properly. Well, yeah, look, that's um, in this... Current climate as well, man. Very interesting, man. No one's listening to each other. We love arguing, but we don't like listening, do we? As a as a people in general. We're always, you know, diving down each other's throats and telling each other that they're wrong. Telling them their opinion is wrong and you have no justification for it. And my opinion is right because, guess what? Everyone I know agrees with my opinion. So I must be right. So you shut up because you're wrong. Unless you start saying the same thing I say, then please pipe up, keep going. But the question is, why? Maybe we're not taught how to talk properly. But it's hard to teach. Have you ever been in a school? Like, they're nuts. I don't know how they do it. Teachers are, you know, on the front lines. It's hardcore work there, man. But like most things, I'm going to... You know, education's come down to, man. You know, at home, nurturing your kids. You know, if your kid is talking to you... Listen. Lead by example. And then, obviously, it's a kid, so everything's going to say it's going to be stupid and dumb so and wrong. So correct him or her or them or it. But do listen first. See, I was just doing it there. Did you notice? So that's what I'd suggest, JJ. 
Well, oh no, I gave you a why the answer. Why I my answer? Yeah, bad upbringing. So it's kind of your fault. All right, next in Fran. Fran, hi Fran. Thanks for the question, Fran. Why do we need air? <sighs> Keep it together, man. Keep it positive. Come on, come on. They're just messing around. Why do we need air? A uh, good, good question. Fran. Air. Oh boy, air is important, isn't it? Um, without air, our oxygen supply would need to come from something else, such as water, sunlight. Do you get it from sunlight? No, probably not. I'll delete that. Such as water. Full stop. So I guess we need air because we have lungs. If we had gills, we'd need water. To answer your question in the most simple way, why do we need air? Because oxygen. Thanks for the great question, Fran. Hope you're cool. Love, T. Breezy, a.k.a. Talal Karkuti, a.k.a. Talalaban Karkutables, a.k.a. T-Boz, a.k.a. T-Biz, a.k.a. T-Bone, a.k.a. Talalabananarama, a.k.a. Talalakazam, XXX0XXX0X. One more. And then we'll take a. We'll, we'll have another song. All right. Okay. Mustafa. Oh, right. Fantastic. Yes. I knew it. Okay. This question is from my father, Mustafa Karkuti. Regular. A uh, contributor to the show. He often does the. Um, what do you bloody call it? The Daddy Issues segment. Um, great man. Wise man, journalist by trade, writer, author, television consultant, film consultant, TV interviewee extraordinaire, mustachioed master of all things mystical. It's Mustafa Karkuti, my father. He must be about to provide us with a really insightful question. Here we go. Mustafa. If you have a leg longer than the other, what would be the other? For fuck's sake. If you have a leg longer than the other, what would be the other leg? Is that your question? <sighs> I thought you loved me, Dad. This is Shintaro Sakamoto with a song that I can't pronounce because it's a Japanese title. Enjoy. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. 
Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the little show. All right. So, something interesting happened during that song there. Um, Reddit AMAs, apparently they can take voice, little voice messages. So, let's, uh, um, let's have a listen. I've got a voice message um, from someone called Bill. Bill has this to ask. Is May going to win the vote uh, on Brexit? Ah, nice. A question that will pry into my deep philosophical political mind. Thank you very much for that question, Bill. Is May going to win the vote on the Brexit? Um, is she going to win it? What, the, the Commons vote? Nah, she's not. Um... Um, because um, not many people are going to vote for it um, because um, May May has been suffering a steady decline of support from her fellow MPs, not even just the ones from opposite parties, but also from people even in the member members of her own cabinet. I've been losing faith in her, and um, evidentially so far, it seems like her negotiating skills have been pretty weak. So I, I believe that the public, uh, at least among the majority, split amongst two schools of thought, one that with a stronger, more bold and enigmatic leader, we'd be able to negotiate a much better deal for the country and perhaps there's another school that would say um, that they sh we shouldn't have a Brexit at all, which have been there since the start, obviously. But it seems like maybe that group's grown since the referendum after seeing all the chaos that has ensued since. Um, but I, I guess that's that's my answer. No, she won't. Um, Damn, if you'd asked something about the Middle East, I would have been able to give you a much more interesting answer, but that's the best I got, I'm afraid. Um, thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill, for the question. Love, T. Breezy, XX. X. Cool. Um, I like that. I like the voice note one. Um, uh, let's do another one. I've got two here. This one's from Will. Hey, Will. Why do drains smell? Of course. There we go. Why did I expect anything else? Why do drains smell, Will? Probably because of all the piss and shit in them. Huh? How about that? 
Humans pee and poo in them. Humans pee and poo in their houses and that goes into the drains. Animals pee and poo in them. Dogs, cats, pigeons, foxes, squirrels, rats, mice, hedgehogs, badgers, parakeets, doves, robins, sparrows, blue tits, bugs poo and pee in them, ants, bees, caterpillars, moths, butterflies, worms, beetles, stag beetles, people on a stag do, people on a hen do. So that, Will, is most likely why drains smell. Thanks for the great question. Keep listening to the show. Love, T. Okay, what else? Anything else coming in? Oh, there we go, new one in. This one's from James. Hi, James. If you had to pick three celebs to fly to Mars with, ooh, who would you pick? Ooh, ooh, I like this. All right, pick three celebs to fly to Mars with. Who would you pick? Huh. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. A, straight out the bat, Jack Black. He can do me no wrong. He'll be there for me. Jack Black will both take guitars. Dream come true. Cheesy choice, but it's true. All right, he's coming with me. Second one. Um... Hmm. Who would I take? I'm probably going to take Heather Graham. Heather Graham's coming. Heather Graham, you've peaked. You've had your time. You've done the best movies you're going to do. I saw that film that you made. And um, ugh, I, I don't want to insult you because you're coming to Mars with me. Just come to Mars with me. Mate, it's going to be so much better there. There's not much left for you here. Come with me to Mars, Heather. I will make you happy. I promise, Heather. Okay. So, Jack Black. Heather Graham. And then my third one is, um, you know what? This is for you, Earth. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to take Pierce Morgan with me so that you don't have to deal with him anymore. He, I'd like to see him tweet from Mars. So Pierce Morgan will come with me too. And that's not for me, guys. Trust me. I'm not going to enjoy having him there. But you lot, Earth, you're going to thank me. You're going to be grateful. And then you're going to put me in the history books being the one who took Pierce mother flipping Morgan to Mars and get check this out when we get there I'm gonna hide his helmet and then open up the airlock while me and Heather have our helmets on and Jack obviously and uh, he'll get sucked out into space and it'll be awesome and we get to watch him freeze I'll, I'll Instagram it for you and I'll use the Wi-Fi I'll use the Wi-Fi from the rocket before we get off the rocket to make sure I can post the Instagram before we get into the before we get into before we get into the Mars colony and the Mars colony up there is going to be all beds beds for jumping beds for sleeping and beds for other stuff and then and then there'll be a big bed garden and Big bed stage for putting on shows. Everything will be made out of bed. It will be like a normal place, but everything's made out of beds. There we go. That's my answer, James. Hope you like that. Thanks for the great question. 
My name's Talal Karkuti. I do host the podcast, by the way. It's called The Lil Show. Do check it out. It comes out most weeks. Thanks. Love, Talal. Send. Cool. Uh, what else we got? Let's have a look. Um, hey, Talal. Ooh, okay. He says my name in the question. Okay, this is from Adam saying my name in the question. Hey, Talal, what do you want for your sides for Sunday lunch this weekend? Oh, this is from Adam. Oh, it's you, Adam. Hey, Ads. Oh, God's sake. You're going to ask me here? Mate, couldn't you just texted me? Oh, for God's sake. All right. Hey, Ads. Um, you know me. You know me. I want parsnips with Nutella spread on them. Chicken, nuggets, the ones from Iceland, and, of course, hula hoops. There we go. Thanks for asking. Your mate, Talal. All right, next, what have we got? A new one just came in. Amma. Hi, Amma. Thanks for asking. What do you want to ask? Where does your beard stop and your sideburns end? Okay, now this guy must be a fan because I have a beard. Um, cool. So my beard stops at my, at, I guess, at my chin at the bottom. And my sideburns end at the top bit just before my bald head. There's like a flat bit. I like shave it pretty straight. So there's like a fat, flat bit at the top. That's like the end of my sideburns. And then my beard goes all the way down to my chin. Emma. Thanks for the question. All right, here's another one. It's from another James. Okay, hi James. Um, how tall does a building have to be to cons be considered a skyscraper? Hmm. Cool. Hey James, not really about me, is it? But I guess um, I guess I'll answer anyway because ask me anything. So, um, I guess a building would have to be pretty high to be called a skyscraper. Hmm, maybe it would even have to touch the sky. You know, that's probably where they got the name from. Skyscraper. Get it? It's scraping the sky. See? Because the top of it tends to be pointy and it scrapes the sky. Well, of course, nothing can really scrape the sky because the sky isn't a solid. It's a gas object. It's actually a, a mixture of different gas elements all floating around there. Probably mixing a bit, but also not mixing. And clouds, don't forget them. They're in the sky. Well, when does the sky become the sky? If I stick my hand up in the air, am I touching the sky? Is anything taller than me the sky? Probably not, that's a bit low. What about a basketball hoop? Would that be in the sky? You can do a sky hook in basketball. So maybe the peak of that ball's trajectory, the arc, the peak of it would be the sky. Otherwise, why would they call that a sky hook? So let's say the top of a sky hook is the sky. That's probably about three Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, and I'm being generous. So, the answer to your question, three Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's tall thanks for a great question james my name's talal i host a podcast do check it out 
Love, Talal. XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
what show is this again? I didn't hear what you said the first time. What show is it? The Bill Show. The Bill Show? Who, who's Bill? Yeah. Tune in to the Lil Show on k2kradio.com. But nothing's any good without you. Cause baby, you're my centerpiece. I'll buy a house and garden somewhere. Oh, the country road of peace. At peace, baby. Yeah, I'm answering your Ask Me Anythings on Reddit today. That's what we're doing on the show today. We just had a bit of music. That was uh, Wolfpack, followed by That Handsome Devil with Junkies in Love. And this, of course, is Lambert, Hendrix and Ross. Centerpiece. Okay, some new questions have come in now. Let's get to it. Kit asks, why have you not done more to stop global warming? Huh, okay, well that's about me at least. Um, Hey Kit, thanks for the great question. Before I answer, let me just ask you, Have you got any evidence of my lack of effort? Have you got any reason to think I'm not done enough? Nonetheless, you're right. Everyone can do more to stop global warming. Let alone recycling, reusing, composting, and all that sort of home-based re- uh, green activity. One should also be constantly petitioning and rallying and lobbying their local and national governments as well as massive conglomerate multi-million corporations. For these guys are the real culprits, especially the big companies who get away with so much because of relaxed laws provided to them by the governments. They create so much pollution, so much waste, and so much contamination in our world that it's hard to even think that an individual, a community, or even a small city could compare. Well, maybe a small city. But still, one factory versus a small city? Come on. Give me a break. Don't don't mess around. Yeah, I think that's what we should do. Fight, fight, fight. Confront those in power in mass. Make our voices heard. And most importantly, vote with our money. Don't buy goods from big, massive companies who don't need any more cash. Buy local 
produce where possible. Of course, we all have our guilty pleasures and one is not to be demonized for doing so, for having them. But you, if you think that your life is... No, if you think your purchasing choices are funding activities you don't agree with, the first thing you should do is stop funding them. Hope that question was answered sufficiently. Oh, to bring it back to me, why have I not done more? I'm lazy and busy. Lots of love. Talal, the host of The Lil Show. You should really check out my show. Maybe ask me something about that next time. Thanks a lot. Talal Kakuti, XXX000, XXXO. Cool. Thanks for that great question, Kit. And what else we got coming in? Let's have a look here. This comes from Gary. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. Uh, Gary asks, does God have a plan for me? Whoa. Um, wow. Does God have a plan for you, Gary? Okay. Well, I guess I can't really answer this without giving my opinion, my personal, giving giving away a little bit about myself. Um, well, I guess seeing as you're asking me, Gary, whether God has a plan for you, I should answer from my point of view. Please don't take what I say as gospel. <laughs> Excuse the pun. You should, of course, form your own opinions and ask those closest to you who know you best. However, you are asking me, so here's my answer. No, God doesn't have a plan for you. God doesn't have a plan for anyone. There is simply no God. At least not one conscious enough to make plans for people. If there was a God, I think it would be more of an ethereal type of energetic, like an energy kind of thing. Um, you know, just kind of like the God of nature, you know, like just how the world works, how nature works, how science works. That's kind of God in a way. It's the start and end of everything. Carbon cycle, death, birth, growth. It all stems from nature, does it not? Question mark. However, if a, God, if a conscious God did exist, I wouldn't necessarily trust any plan they'd have for you. For if they had a plan for you, that means they had a plan for lots of people well for everyone so why are some people's plan to be hungry diseased famished outcast poor unwell disabled uh, low IQs have natural deficiencies just from birth mutated cancer crime murder Adultery, why would any of this, if the, why would any of that be a plan from God? If so, why would not like his plans? So don't give me a plan, please. I'll take it from here. Hope that helped, Gary. Hope this isn't part of a true existential crisis. If it is, like I said before, please seek the love and wise, caring words from those that love you. And trust me, someone out there does love you. Not even out there. Someone close to you does love you, even if you don't think so. 
Everyone is loved by someone. Even me. Ha 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 ha. Many thanks for your question. Big up yourself. One time, rude boy, you get me. Love. Talala ban carcutables. XXX000 XXX. Send. Cool. I thought that went pretty well. Uh, let's see what else have we got on. Okay, this one comes from Lee. Hey, Lee. How you doing, Lee? Um, please check out my show, The Lil Show. And then maybe you could ask me something. Uh, Lee asks, what's my favorite thing about the Neolithic period of the Stone Age and why? Huh. Well, what's interesting there is that he literally has asked, what's my favorite thing? He wrote the word my. So, Lee, you must mean, what's your favorite thing, right? Interesting. So, Neolithic period of the Stone Age. Um, well, I don't really know too much about the Neolithic period. Um, apart from, it refers to a period of British, Irish and Manx history that probably spanned from around 4000 to 2500 BC. Um, like I said, I don't really know much. Um, um, but pff, I guess your favorite thing about the Neolithic period? I'm going to go with Stonehenge. Why? Because look at all those big heavy rocks. How do, do they do that? Hope that helped. Much love, your friend and favorite host of a podcast, Talal Karkuti. XXXX. Send. All right. Let's just see if there's any more. Anything I missed? Dima. Hello, Dima. Lovely name, Dima. Dima asks, what makes a man fall in love? Oh, well, that is a really sweet question. What makes a man fall in love? Hey, I'm a man. Hi, Dima. I'm a man. So I guess you asked the right person. What makes a man fall in love? I would have to say, quite simply, is just being nearby and smiling and like agreeing to talk to them without finding an excuse to leave if this behavior repeats three or four times you can almost guarantee that said man will be in love with said woman or man as they or as they please. Everyone has their own preference. And that's cool. I like strawberries. Hope that helped, Dima. Keep up the good things and be cool. Lots of love. Talal. XXXXXX. P.S. I think I'm in love with you. Maybe? Um, no, no, forget that. I didn't say that. Um, bye. Send. Great. Thanks for all the questions, everyone, um, I guess. Um, so maybe I'm not quite as um, as famous as I thought, or perhaps at least my life isn't. Um, or, you know, um, but, you know, I, I'm not uh, offended too much by that. 
Um, I guess. You know, it's as it is, as as it's called. Ask me anything, and I did, and I and you did. So good one, guys. Um, one more's just come in, actually. Simon, hi, Simon. How many chickens are there in Petaluma, California? I don't know, Simon. Um, how how could I possibly know that, Simon? I've never heard of Petaluma, let alone been to Petaluma. And I would never have guessed that that's a particularly well-known place for chicken rearing. So why would I know that? Why would you think I'd know that? If you really had any idea about me, you'd probably be pretty sure I wouldn't know that. So what, what brought you to ask me that question? Why couldn't you ask me something like, what was your favorite cereal growing up? Then I could have said, Weetos. You could have asked me, do you believe in Santa? I could have told you a very interesting anecdote about how I stopped believing in Santa when Santa's presence gradually over a few years got worse and worse until I finally got a bottle of shampoo from Santa and then my parents told me he didn't exist and I wasn't that upset about it. You could have probably asked me, what is it like, you know, uh, to do improv in Edinburgh? You know, I would have said something along the lines of, it's really hard work, but it's super rewarding and fun if you get audiences in. If no audiences come to your show and uh, you do like three shows in a row to a small handful of people, it gets pretty depressing. But those who stick it through and keep positive and keep the faith in their comedy, that energy projects and people pick up on that and will come to your show. So keep a positive mental attitude and everything tends to work out pretty well by the end. And even breaking even or slightly losing a bit of money at Edinburgh is considered a great success. You could have fucking asked me how much sugar I have in my tea. Two, Simon, two sugars. Nonetheless, I hope my answer helped. Thanks for the question. Lots of love, ta-da. Uh, so I guess that's it, guys. Um, I'll have to do, huh? I'm going to leave you with um, one more track from Wolfpack's new album. It's called Lonely Town from the album Hill Climber. I'll see you at the next one. They'll show out. Peace. <laughs> Is the mayor alone the town? Population one. Population one. Staring a hole in the ground. Staring at the sun. listening to K2K Ray